Hi, welcome to Unwind the Mind, a podcast from the My State of Mind organization. Hi, my name is Almira. My name is Kat. And my name is Toisha. And you're listening to Unwind the Mind, a podcast by My State of Mind. Today, for our first podcast, we'll be discussing our experiences with online schools and some ways we manage our well-being during, well-being during this time, such as how we stay hopeful and optimistic. We chose to talk about this for our first episode to address some ongoing situations with the pandemic. And since most of us here are students, we just want to share our experiences with online school and how we've been dealing with everything amidst this whole turbulent period. So to start off, we all thought since this is our first podcast, we could go around and just introduce ourselves and say a quick fact. So I'll start off. My name is Almira. I'm the National Director for London at My State of Mind. And I'm currently a second year uh, student at King's College London studying psychology. And a quick fact about me is I collect crystals. Nice, I can go next. So hi everyone, my name is Katrina, or you can call me Kat for short. I'm a creative content writer for the blog of My State of Mind and I'm from California. And the school I go to is UC Davis and I'm a second year majoring in psychology, minoring in human rights. And a fun fact about myself is actually as a positive initiator and motivating catalyst for the start of 2021 and the rest of my future and beyond is I started a blog about all things mental health, mental health, wellness, self-care, self-love, and all those things alike. And I, cause I think it would really help young adults and all types of audience for healing. Check it oh, out yeah. guys. Everyone. Yeah. That's what I was going to say as well. Everyone check out Kat's blog. Honestly, she's like one of the sweetest people I've ever met. So you should definitely check out her blog. And okay. So my name is Toisha. So I'm in 11th grade and I go to school in Ontario, Canada, and I'm the national director from Canada for My State of Mind. And I'm really excited to be a host for, for the first episode of Unwind the Mind. And a fun fact about me is that I love to read and my favorite book is A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khalid Hussein. And before we start off, I just want to give a quick disclaimer. So we are not mental health professionals. And if you really have serious issues, please seek advice from a mental health professional or any other resources you can get your hands on. This episode of Unwind the Mind is made solely to share our stories and hopefully create a safe space for others to do the same. And with that being said, we really hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you all for tuning in. And yeah, let's get started. Okay, okay. So our first topic is just, we're gonna ask like, how, online, how is online school going for you guys? For me personally, I'm all right. I'm falling behind on my lectures a little bit, but it's okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I feel you, I feel you. It's okay, I guess. Honestly, same yeah. for me. It's like in Ontario, we're doing quadmasters. So basically every the year is divided into fours now and it's like two classes and hyper speed in like two months. So I have chemistry and English, so it's a lot of work. And basically I'm also drowning as well. It's a lot of writing and a lot of just pain basically and lack of sleep. 
Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely relate to you guys at UC Davis. It's a quarter system and we're already in midterm season right now. It's week five and, you know, catching up on lectures is always going to be a work in progress. Uh, it's just a whole new way of learning. And I think it's just a tough situation for everyone, uh, for all students alike. So, yeah, I think we can all relate. Like- uh, for your online classes, the live classes, do you guys participate or is it always like a silent, um, do you have any questions and then just silence or like in a breakout room, no one wants to speak because that's the situation for me, almost like oh. probably 90% of the time, it's, it sometimes makes me like, should I speak, but I didn't do the reading, it's, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what to say, yeah. but I do want to participate, but I didn't do the reading or the lecture yet, so. That was me last quarter. Oh I got fortunate God. enough this quarter where everything is asynchronous. So I don't have to attend mm -hmm. any live lectures anymore besides Anything. one discussion session. But other than that, it was a lot of silent breakout rooms. <laughs> <laughs> for me specifically, so for chem for English, honestly, it's really fun just because the teacher we have, she's amazing. She used to be a drama teacher, so she makes everything fun. For chemistry, my teacher is great as well. But because chemistry is very like, difficult I, I don't want to say difficult because I know some people love chemistry but it's hard okay it is hard I don't like it mm -hmm. it's so difficult and literally every like she asked the question the whole class silence no one unmutes their mic no one has their camera on everyone's just typing in the chat and it's <laughs> just terrible it's honestly like yeah. it's, it's like really really bad but yeah yeah me struggling in organic chemistry right now <laughs> just like uh, compared to like face-to-face -face school it's just at least it feels more I don't know like you're in one classroom and no one's speaking so you can see each other's faces and you can just like hint to like another person like go speak and then like no you speak but here in online school you can't do that so we're just like with our microphones off and like videos off it's awkward <laughs> to say the least but yeah yeah that kind of delves in sorry continue oh so, no I'm just saying yeah honestly for me as well it's kind of like it feels like school you've taken like all the fun all the extracurriculars all the meeting your friends and the lunchtime you know swapping lunches oh, or whatever yeah. mm -hmm. and you just take all that out and you just take it to the worst element so like in practical learning boring mm -hmm. lessons like even the teachers like what can they even do it's just honestly it's terrible but like yeah like the one thing I miss is just having lunch with my friends in between classes because yeah. back in campus like after one class we'll be like oh where do you want to buy food or we can like hang out in the common room just to eat like our pre-packed food because me and my friend we would like bring food from our homes and we're both like Asian right so the whole, the smell of the food just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I can relate. Yeah, and now I barely meet my friends like in a call uh, during online school, but we do have like this one class where it's just a practical. So we don't really have to be in the room with the teacher. We can just do our own thing. And that's like my therapy session every week is just talking to my two closest friends. It's like catching up. And I think that's like one thing that's made that's majorly helped me with like mental health and just getting that social interaction, even though it's just like one week mm -hmm. and it's only like about an hour because most of us, for most of us, it's like 
uh, it's dinner time around that time. So we have to eat dinner afterwards. And yeah, one hour is so enough. I mean, I would love to have more, but the situation, yo. <laughs> yeah, I think just the whole restriction and limitations of social interaction itself, that's kind of a lot of where all a lot of issues lie now, especially mm. mental health and mental illness rates have kind of been exacerbated by the pandemic because we're mm. all, you know, under this quarantine, self-quarantine, social isolation, and it's easy to feel lost and disconnected by the world more so now, which is why like this topic of maintaining our optimism, maintaining hope of our and our view of the world is really important. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, for young people like us. Cause yeah, who are just yeah. entering adulthood. And yeah, yeah, it's incredibly important. We're missing so. out on so many things, like so many experiences that we could be having. And we're basically like our whole lives are kind of on hold. And honestly, even like I try to say as positive as I can, but honestly, it is difficult just because it you're is. always thinking about like, oh, I would be doing this, I would be at this party, I would be at this event, mm -hmm. and you're just like yeah. you feel very depleted. Like, you know, there's nothing. You don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. I guess it's kind of cheesy, but like basically, that's how I kind of feel. Like, you don't know when you know all the vaccines are gonna be distributed and how things are gonna go, but mm -hmm. you know, just take mm -hmm. it one day at a time and hope yeah. it works out eventually. And yeah. I hope all the listeners also know that we're being super unfiltered, unscripted right now. So this is just coming from our hearts yes. on how we We want to keep it as raw and authentic and natural as possible because I, we need more of those genuine conversations nowadays. And I hope you guys can relate to us. <laughs> yeah. So like what is other than like social interaction or if you want to talk about social interaction, like what is, has been the most downside aspect of this whole COVID situation? Do you guys think? Uh, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I have things to say. <laughs> um, we'll just rant. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, in addition, for me, like personally, uh, not only uh, lack of social interaction, but just having to go out for fresh air. Like it's it's so hard just to do that simple basic act of of getting fresh air because we need to put on masks for the safety of our of the people around us. Um, exercise, it's so much harder, I, I think, yeah. personally, just to, I try to go out on runs or um, move my body at least four times a week. That was a goal I established this year to kind of uh, maintain that proper self-care um, and those uh, rituals and routines and habits that kind of uh, helps me with maintaining optimism and hope, but, uh, and my well-being in general. It's much harder to just move my body and exercise as much as I can do it indoors. There's something different about, you know, being in nature or yeah. immersing yourself in environments that you feel peaceful other than your home. Yeah, for me, it's sort of like I'm a very goal oriented person. I don't know if you guys will get this reference, but I'm like a slither claw. So I like I really have a lot of I guess, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, it's like a combination of Ravenclaw, Slytherin. And I like I really like to have these set goals and these set ambitions for me. Like every year, New Year's resolutions are a really big thing for me. But I feel like this year, the biggest issue that I'm having is I'm not able to meet my goals. I'm not able to, able to be as ambitious as I want to be. 
and it's really like sort of affecting me because it's like I should I kind of like I'm at home I should be able to do more things rather than less but the whole day just seems to pass by in a blur and I'm not able to hit all these targets I have for myself and that sort of like drags me down a little mentally and I have to you know build myself up again but it's like difficult like one second I'm on TikTok for like literally I think like 10 minutes I'm just gonna scroll through TikTok next thing I know like I'm I've been there for two hours missing a lecture yeah yeah Yeah. two hours straight there's a reason why it's called TikTok. It makes the time go <laughs> Oh my God, I never fast. thought about that. I never thought about yeah. that. <laughs> wow, TikTok, like the clock goes. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have like, I don't well, know if you guys do this, but there's no like timer. Like, you know, when all your apps, they have the time on top. TikTok, TikTok doesn't have Yeah, I, yeah. I noticed that too, because you it makes you unaware of time. But they have, yes. do you know that they actually have like a time um, limit setting? But the lowest setting you can set for like a timer is 40 minutes. So they well, want you to spend like not 10 minutes, not 20, 30, no, 40 minutes, at least 40 minutes on the app until they remind you. That's crazy. I was like, what? Why is there? Because like on Instagram, you can set like for five minutes or 10 minutes, mm-hmm. something like that, right? But TikTok, no, you have to be on our app for 40 minutes. Oh <laughs> crazy. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Um, well, for, for me, um, the hardest thing definitely is just moving back home from London because I spent my whole first year in London and moving back to my home country, which I, I know like a lot of international students can relate, having to move back from, your, um, from the country you were living in for school. Um, I like to be sure, like, I feel like I'm missing out that not in that same aspect just like I could be exploring the UK I could be exploring London because I went to um, multiple parts of the UK with my friends like I went to Leeds Nottingham and stuff like that and I just feel like I'm missing out on that like you know the friendship um, group trips and like exploring the city with my friends and that's something I feel like I've been missing out on also with school like you know living in Indonesia like you always you you would see those video uh, films with like um, campus towns and like universities made all pretty and stuff sorry my voice it's early in the morning for me so my voice is like croaky (laughs) but um yeah it's I lived that for a year but and now I'm just at home back to where it all started from and and it just feels so kind of like sentimental in a way because I'm practically in university but I'm like in my childhood home with my parents and stuff it's it kind of like gets me into like a crisis of like am I actually a university student stuff like that and yeah, that's been like, I've questioned the same thing as like Tavisha, like, am I doing enough? Because actually, because I'm in my second year in psychology, I could have been doing all these like research assistant um, part-time like work, like in the lab and stuff as a lab assistant, stuff like that. But with COVID, like there's no research studies going on and there's limited opportunities for that. So I feel like as a like university student as well like I'm not growing my CV enough when I could be 
if there was no COVID. And that's like one major part. And I'm also applying to like professional placements for my third year. And it's been very difficult too, because there's no, uh, not much like position openings because people don't really want to have that, have the resources to take placement students at this time. So it's difficult for me too in that way. But yeah, that's like, what that, that's a lot of negatives from, from COVID. But yeah, as I said, like I'm being unfiltered. So I'm just show. I hope like there are people who can relate and know that like you're not alone with like feeling this way. It's <clears throat> the least we could do is just be hopeful, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel yeah. like we should shift the tone. Everyone talk about <laughs> the most positive thing you've gotten out yeah, of Yeah, let's switch the tone. I'm so sorry, guys. Let's go. <laughs> All of us have been ranting. Like, no, everyone say something. Oh, no, yeah. We gotta, it's, that's authenticity right there. Like, I'm sure a lot, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people yeah. can relate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also with the positive aspects of COVID, let's not have to- toxic positivity. We'll just, yeah yeah because we know that could be toxic well yeah of course yeah what has keeping you guys like up and going in your daily life you know um i guess i'll go first so yeah covid has been difficult but one thing like i really enjoyed doing is first off i spent so much time with my family and like I, I usually do like even pre-COVID, but like with COVID, every single day, you get to know so much about the people you've been living next to. Like basically, okay, not living next to you. I'm acting so dramatic. Like I'm already, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> sometimes when like you're at school, you like basically you're not at home all day and you come home, your parents come home from work. So you don't get to see each, see each other as much as you like. So I get to spend a lot of time with my family. We try to do game nights. And I don't really have any cousins. I don't have any cousins. (laughs) Thanks. My mom, she's so happy she thought of the idea. But I don't have any cousins here. So what we do sometimes is with our family friends, we have like virtual games. So we like put up an old Hindi movie and we like say who can guess like the line first or whatever. So those those have been keeping me safe. Yeah. Bonding (laughs) activities. That's so sweet. Yeah, but the, those are the little things that are making COVID somewhat bearable. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I found this really, really cool program. So it's called SHOD. I don't know. It's like a Canadian thing, but I'm really into STEM and business. So it's like an opportunity for me to basically meet with the people all across Canada and like learn to code and learn to just like learn all these skills that like are really important. And I just, it's a really cool program. So I got accepted. I'm really happy about it. So like that. Yay! Congrats. Yeah, so those are my positives of COVID. Oh, and also I've gotten to read a lot more. Like pre-COVID, I didn't have that much time to read. But now I'm like, you have to read. There are no excuses. Like you got to do it. But yeah. But Kat, continue on your story with your roommates. Okay, yeah. awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, yeah, for me personally, I guess I can start off with that. A positive that I can say under COVID is I'm personally, in my experience, I'm blessed enough to have been able to um, financially become uh, supportive of living in an apartment with my other roommates and actually um, 
it establishes a lot of independence for me, like being away from home as much as I love, you know, spending time with family, which is what I also got to do as well. Uh, a bonus addition to that is just spending time with friends as even though like it's this college life is different and that I can't go out to different parties at school, like dorm parties or like, like even frat parties. I still have never oh even God. experienced that. Like I never, no, um, I haven't been there yet, but, and I'm in my second year. Uh, despite all that, you know, we, I have, I'm having a lot of fun with my roommates. I'm grateful to be living with friends. Um, even though college life is really different right now, that is the least you can kind of do mm. with social interaction, uh, living with um, uh, apartment mates, housemates. Um, in addition, I guess another positive I'd say is I use this time in quarantine for a lot of self-reflection and introspection. Um, me personally, I'm a very like observant person when it comes to like being in uh you know, like social gatherings and such. Uh, it's part of being an introvert <laughs> for all mm -hmm. you introverts out there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, in kind of utilizing this time of being alone, it's it's kind of become sort of almost peaceful in a way. Uh, obviously, I didn't know it last like almost a year now, but <laughs> at the time being of uh, how long this has been, it's made me get into um, activities and different hobbies and passions that I would not have otherwise been able to to kind of uh, do like kind of um, writing more this uh, journaling has been really helpful getting into habits that um, I'm able to do I've tried painting I'm not very good at it <laughs> but just things that make me feel happy just for myself um, that was really an amazing thing that I got to do that I didn't get to do during the busy go, go, go kind of life uh, back pre-COVID times. Um, yeah, so it, it's really awesome. Yeah, I got to discover, you know, even things like my sexuality, like mm -hmm. just from, from you know, self-pondering and stuff that mm -hmm. it turns out that I wasn't kind of fit into like heteronormativity as much as I thought I did mm -hmm. and I'm not straight. And um, in addition, yeah, so a lot of things, uh, I changed my major, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. this whole, uh, that was the, yesterday. yeah, the biggest, probably the biggest, the most positive thing, because it's also paved my way into my future work is changing my major. And that was only because of quarantine and allowing myself to, to do this inner work of healing from my past pain yeah. and struggles and hardships. Um, that's the whole reason why I got into journaling, kind of to put the dots together, uh, connect all those pieces is, um, I was a nutrition science major my whole college career as a full-time student. And then it was only like, literally guys, last week, <laughs> I switched my major to psychology mm -hmm. and pursued a minor in human rights because I, not only did this pandemic made me open my eyes, how pervasive and prevalent of an issue that mental health, uh, like, and mental illness is, um, even with this pandemic, but it also kind of, in, in a weird way, kind of connected me back to myself. And I needed that. I needed that time to kind of understand how I can utilize and how I can turn my pain into kind of a transformation and how I can use my pain into turning my passion kind of thing. And uh, it's it's really awesome in that sense, in that light. Um, wow. That's amazing for you. Like, 
I admire you so much for that. So much respect. <laughs> That's why, like, you know, my blog is my baby this year because it's literally like trying to improve myself for the better uh, without yeah. throughout all my struggles and and stuff. Because, yeah, it's with what you're saying about Tuesha about um, spending time with family. I to all the listeners out there who do have family who unconditionally love you. It's great that you have this time to spend with your family. But for people who are un in unsafe households, you know, people are you just know you're never alone, and there's always going to be emotional support for you no matter what. Because there are people out there, unfortunately, who have households that don't feel emotionally safe or physically safe. And you know, my heart goes out to you because, um, yeah. <laughs> I can relate <laughs> but I'm good guys <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't for me like I've also been like Kat in a way that I've been doing a lot of introspection I started journaling more often which is something that I never got a hold of before COVID I've gone through like almost half of my journal I mean it's just mostly brain dump stuff like that but it's helped me get to know myself better, like Kat, and get to know like where I can improve on and like the way I approach people and stuff like that. And um, one, okay, one of the greatest things that has been like a stress relief for me, a daily stress relief is playing with my pets. Cause my cat just gave birth like uh, three months ago. So Congrats. we have a little kitten. And he has been the joy of my life. He's he's a little naughty, but I love him so much. And I love my cat so much. We have two little cats now. I mean, one big cat, one small cat. Yeah. The mom and the baby cat. And it's, yeah. 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 It's my first time living with a cat, actually, at the oh. apartment here. His name is Gus. Um, They're such yeah. a stress relief, right? You can pet them for like a few yeah. minutes and you'll feel like oof, your energy has been restored. And they're very therapeutic yes yeah pets. and I like the mother and baby interaction I walk mm -hmm. between them it's just so pure and I would I could watch them for like 30 minutes straight I'll put I'll chop them both in my bedroom and then they'll be like cuddling each other and like chasing the tail and it's just so sweet and you know it's it's made me so happy and um what else has been making me happy I mean like to be sure, I'm living with my family. So even though we don't have like the regular um, game nights like you guys, but we <laughs> we always try to like every night we watch um, like something on TV, even if it's just for a while, like after dinner. We, yeah. Um, I think I've also been getting more sleep <laughs> I don't know if that's oh yeah I'm like yeah I'm trying to manage my sleep time because I actually I've watched this master class by I forgot his name I think it's uh it's the sleep master class by Matthew Walker what is it sleep master class and he basically he yeah Matthew Walker he teaches us about sleep and how like how important it is for you so I've also been learning stuff about that and just trying to expand my mind more mm -hmm. get to know more of my body I've been exercising pretty regularly as well because I did not have time for that 
and like my in back in London. So I've been reading more to like fiction books, nonfiction books. I'm just trying to explore what I can like, what I like, what I like to learn about besides psychology. And yeah, it's it's been all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing um, just for my personal experience is with with the pandemic and all it's it's made me kind of focus more on, on personal development kind of like what Ooh. you're saying Almira about um, what kind of areas of knowledge do you want to know more about what keeps yeah. you curious what keeps you excited what makes mm -hmm. you maintain that sort of playful and youthful excitement that makes life so beautiful yeah because um actually i've it's it's the type of knowledge that you can learn by yourself like in the comfort of your mm -hmm. own home but then like this is something that keeps me optimistic in some way mm -hmm. after the pandemic is over which i don't know when is but i can apply this knowledge to like in real life i don't know if it's like knowledge per se but like um for instance i'm reading a murakami book and it, ju it just makes me like want to go to Japan and I want to explore these places where Murakami has described in Japan like I'm like okay I'm going to go to Japan once the co once the pandemic is over and it just keeps me hopeful oh, sorry <laughs> it just keeps me hopeful in, a, in that sense and yeah you can ex yeah you can ex like if you read which is like Tavisha if you read like you can explore like the depths of your mind sounds kind of cheesy but it really does like help you yeah that way girl if you think if you think that's cheesy like all my books are about self-help like oh. I, that's like uh. cheesy to the max i i love reading young pueblo it's called it's a poetry book called inward and it's all about these beautiful like short poems about healing and um how it healing is not a linear process it's a slow and beautiful kind of transformation into it um becoming a better you mm. um i have books like reconciling differences so it's literally a psychology book about um how different um kinds of thinking are expressed in different communication styles mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's just i just i love learning you know also, so no yeah go ahead finish off i was just gonna say books are like they're like honestly like so easy it's so easy mm -hmm. to learn something like with the internet like i think elon musk said that if you really mm -hmm. want to something like, I'm paraphrasing but I think he said if you really want to learn something you can learn it like you don't need to pay a course or something and that's what I've been trying to do like mostly I read like nonfiction. like I recently read this is where it ends so it's like a school shooter book and it's very very like amazing like it's so deep but I've trying to I've been trying to expand my horizons learn a mm -hmm. bit more about finance so I'm reading Rich Dad Poor Dad right now which is I just started but it's really good yeah, I just, I feel like you can learn a lot just by books. It's really, it's really amazing. Mm. Yeah, okay, you were saying something? Continue. Oh, it's nothing to do with books. I mean, just saying that over the pandemic as well, I've been improving my painting skills because I've painted for a while now. <laughs> something but, I wish I knew how to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Before this, I didn't have much time to paint, but even now I'm always like procrastinating with my paintings. I have a lot of unfinished mm. paintings, but at least like now I can see my growth and my improvement. And since I have all my old drawings here as well, it's so cute to see like before and after. And it, it makes you like know that you're always growing no matter what. And like 
it takes time, but it's it's nice to see that comparison from where you started. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think a big part about the idea of maintaining hope and optimism amidst these unprecedented, turbulent, and chaotic times yeah. is just uh, um, remembering what passion feels like and remembering curiosity. Because curiosity is what keeps us humble and makes us want to learn more. But what makes us also want to learn more is passion. Like truly, like what makes you excited? And a lot of people in the workplace, I feel like forget that and often end up in jobs sometimes that don't end up like having this sense of fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. From that I couldn't have said it better. Just, sorry, just yeah. it's I've been like pondering a lot on these topics because I switched my major so I was like okay what is this going to entail for my future stuff like that <laughs> Tabisha was saying something oh, sorry, yeah. yeah my wife is really bad you guys uh, cut, probably cut out but I just wanted to add like being passionate doesn't mean you have to be good at anything like as long as you're like learning as long as you like doing it that's more than enough like I'm terrible mm-hmm. at art, but I, I will stare at a piece of art for so long because it's just so healing like anyone who's listening like if you like something but you're not the best at it like it's totally fine like just sometimes you have to enjoy things just because you enjoy them life's not about you know being the best at everything so I just thought I would say that yeah and actually also have like a small uh, I've been struggling with that as well because I always thought I'm not good enough I like painting but I have like this quote that actually appeared in my pattern app I don't know if you guys know, but it's like an the pattern. Yeah, the pattern. I love that app. Yeah, but it yeah. basically read me to filth, and it said some. Uh, I actually wrote it on my wall because it really st- strikes out to me. It says, "Try not to second guess yourself or compare yourself to others. Believe in creativity for its own sake, not because it impresses people or brings you success." So, I think yeah. that's great. And it brings me. It brings up like something I thought of remember your imagination instead of your reputation yeah just yeah. just do it if you want like Nike and just if you want to do something creative or yeah something. just do it <laughs> just do it yeah do it. it's good for your mental health as well yeah and to that since I guess we can just end it off with that note that positive note to end off I would just like to leave you all with this quote When you change how you see the world around you, the world around you changes. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Unwind the Mind in which we discussed the idea of optimism and hope under these unprecedented times. And we cannot wait to see you next time. Hope you all enjoyed listening to us and our genuine conversation about everything and anything.